Today, there is something the Lord has laid on my heart for us to share. And we have been dealing on a series about the pathways in prayer. We have come to open the prayer preamble and when prayer was born. And then we came to the place where we uh, understood that all prayers are prayed to God. That is that is what has made our lives much more worth a living that if you can get any sense of answer to your prayers or if you want to have anything to do with God, you got to realize that he, the Bible says that whoever comes to him must believe that he does exist. Amen. If God is with you or if God is hearing your prayer, then there is a surety of, of answers to whatever you are believing him for. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we came to the place of understanding that he is the ultimate of all things and nobody can ever get any sense of answer to anything if we neglect God. Hallelujah. Well, the Bible says that we have to believe that he is our God. If you have him as a belief or as a trust, as a confidence, then you surely get results from him. The Bible also says that we have to consider him as a personal God, as your God. The Bible used the word in Luke 11 that we did last time. The Bible used the word our father our father which means that he is a personal he's connected to you as the source of your your beginnings if you can put it that way hallelujah so you have to personalize it uh, and at the same time also opening your arms to embrace other brothers and other other uh, people across the world wherever uh, they are as a national uh, whatever nationality they come from so all those things are very vital for us to understand that god uh, is the one that we have to pray to Amen. The most high God, the ultimate God. We have to also uh, remember that he can hear according to Psalm 65. He can hear. He says that all prayer comes to heal and he will also answer. If we have these small factors in our minds, then when we are going before him, he will surely hear us. Amen. Today, one of the major things that we have to also come to the place of understanding is about in the name of Jesus Christ. Why do we pray? In the name of Jesus Christ. If you hear most of the people before they start praying, they will mention in the mighty name of Jesus before they begin to pronounce whatever words they want to say uh, from that point on. Why we, do we do this? Because there is a reason. Hallelujah. Amen. At first, Jesus Christ was not known. Physically, to the eyes of men, in the days of old, they had no clue about it. So their prayers were direct to God. And the Bible says in Revelations that after Jesus came on earth here to become like man, he left his glory, he came on earth here to become like man, like flesh and blood, to become part of us, to experience the, the things that we experience, the challenges that we, we have on earth here, to experience, the Bible put it that he, he, he's a high priest, who has the, the who has experience of our infirmities? Jesus Christ, He came on earth here, and the Bible says that after His assignment and everything, He helped the disciples to understand some of the principles and ways of being able to access the Father quickly. Hallelujah! Access the Father quickly, and it's one of the things that I have to draw your attention to. That as we studied on Friday, that a lot of people praise through other mediums, 
to be able to get to God. But one of the major and the only way that the Bible fully apprehends and Bible fully endorses for us to be able to get any full results from God is to pray through the Son. Hallelujah. To pray through the Son. Amen. If your Bible is close to you, let's open to John chapter 1, verse 1 to 8. John chapter 1, verse 1 to 8. Let's, let's, let's study today. Hallelujah. John chapter 1, verse 1 to 8. Father, we pray that your glory will rest upon your word and you will help us to understand the mysteries in prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. The scripture will put it this way. That in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. That all men through him might believe. So even if anybody can believe in God, if it is not through Jesus Christ, your sense of belief will be on a sense of shaking or no sense of ground to be able to have a sense of um, uh, uh, confidence because God can only hear you if there is a sound that you have used as your channel. That is his only begotten sound. Amen. So the apostle uh, John will help us to understand that anybody who can believe in God well must believe God through the sound. Amen. He was not the light, the apostle Paul, he wasn't the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Hallelujah. That was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into this world. He was in the world and the world was, uh, was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and his own received him not. That is how amazing and how fragile it is that people can miss the opportunity to be able to have Jesus encounter in their life. Because we trivialize the existence of Jesus Christ in this world. And the people of old, most of them are still considering that Jesus has not come yet. And they keep on knocking and keep on searching and keep on doing all kinds of things. But Jesus, the Bible says that he has already been in existence. He has come. And so those that he came for, that is the Jews that he came for, they did not even open their heart to receive him. Hallelujah. And so he will continue by saying in verse 12, but as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. I'll go further down a little bit. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So our connection with God and everything, it is through not by any physical contact with a woman and then producing a child out of it, but out of faith and trust and confidence in what God has done through his son that has given us divine connection to God. Hallelujah. 
And so he said, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the father, only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. So now people of God, we have to realize that to be able to access the father, you have to find where the son is and to be able to connect to the son. Because the Bible says that he was with the father from the beginning. And so for him coming on earth here, he knows the process how to access the father. And so the Bible says that after his work and everything that he did and before he left, he had to speak to the disciples for them to know how easy to access the father in his absence. And so he used some statement by saying that for a little while, I will leave you in John 16, verse 16 coming down. He said, a little while you shall, you shall see me, you shall not see me. And again, a little while you shall see me. And the disciples were all over the place. They did not understand. Why? Because he had to help them to see that though I may be absent with you, but I will still be present with you in my absence. It's a bit of a complicated statement that I've just made. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, according to John 16, 16, said that for a little while you shall not see me, and for a little while you shall see me because I go to my father. Why? Because he's trying to let them know that I am going away from you in my physicality but I shall come to you in my spirituality. So in my absence, I will be still be present with you whether you see me tangibly or you don't see me. Hallelujah. And so from there, he helped them to come to this place of understanding that whatever it is when it comes to you accessing the Father to receive any instruction, to ask for help, to ask for hope, to ask for joy, to ask for results on anything, this is what you need to do. You've got to do it through me. Hallelujah. I want you to help, I want to help you do some uh, read something. In Romans chapter 1, verse 8, the Bible says the apostle Paul, the, the one who wrote most of the New Testament, he said this. He said, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Why would he thank God through Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Why would he do that through Jesus Christ? Let's hear something from John chapter 14, verse 5 uh, uh, to 6. Thomas, uh, the doubter, they use the word the doubter, Thomas the doubter, said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Thomas now is trying to understand the full mystery about how Paul will say that, look, I thank God through Jesus Christ. Why is he praying through Jesus Christ? Let's hear what Thomas, the question of Thomas, will be able to bring an answer to this um, statement. So Jesus said unto him, I am the way. Hallelujah. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So for Paul to say that I can access God through Jesus Christ and thank God for all of you through Jesus Christ, he is trying to help them to understand that if Jesus Christ is not in the equations of your prayer, then accessing God can become very, very bleak. So John is trying to tell us about Jesus' own words, how for us to be able to 
access the Father or know the way to the Father. And so Jesus answered and said, I am the way, the truth that you're looking for, and the life that we need in this life. No one comes to the Father. So it is not an atmosphere or a situation of a past event, but even in a present tense, that for us to be able to get to the Father, even now in our generation now, you've got to use Jesus Christ as your channel. So nobody comes to the Father except through me. So Jesus becomes the path on which you can take to reach the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's see some of the blessings that we can obtain in being able to connect with Jesus Christ and to be able to access the Father. Some of the benefits. One, his name is a guarantee in heaven. His name is a sure guarantee in heaven. Why? Because the finished work on the cross, the Bible says that nobody was willing and prepared to be able to accept the weight of going to die on the cross. And so heaven was made silent until Jesus appeared as the lamb and then received the scrolls according to revelations that he was able to open the scroll thereof and take on the responsibility on the cross. And after that, the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, that therefore the Bible says this way, that therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the mention of Jesus, every knee stood bowed of those things in heaven and of those things on earth and those things under the earth, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord of glory, the glory of the Father. So his name becomes a sure guarantee in heaven, which is highly exalted above everything. John 16 Verse uh, 23, we'll put it this way, that Jesus Christ himself will do it. Let's do 23. He says, in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Anything we ask of the Father, in Jesus' name, he will give it to us. This is the promise of Jesus Christ. This is the assurance from he himself. Why? Because his name, according to Philippians chapter 2, has been placed on a pedestal that no name can ever be equated to that name. Hallelujah. He continued by saying that, Hitherto ye have asked nothing in my name, which means that we have to utilize the name of our Lord Jesus Christ in every activity of the spirit and of the physical. Wherever we find ourselves to do any act, act, actions, we have to have a sense of confidence and trust in that name. 
If we don't come to the place of maturity, of resting in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that knowing that surely of a surety, Jesus will bring it to pass, we will not get any results out of it. If only we mention it merely just because it is a, a cliche that everybody else is mentioning, we will not get any results out of it. But the understanding of knowing that that name has been highly exalted, and so we are coming in the exalted name of Jesus Christ, not because of the ordinary name of Jesus Christ. We are coming in the exalted name of Jesus Christ that commands every name and every knee, every word, everything, anything that has life, both known and unknown, seen and unseen, reachable and unreachable, tangible and intangible. He says that all of them must bow. He's talking about the things in heaven. He's talking about the things on earth and underneath the earth. And those are the three dimensions at which God gave to man, according to Genesis chapter 2, verse 26, that God gave to man for us to have dominion and control the affairs of this life. He said that we have to have dominion in the things in heaven, the things on earth, and underneath the earth, underneath the earth. So whatever area we mention Jesus' name, if we are pulling things from under the world, under the world, under the earth, it is supposed to come or supposed to obey. If you are pulling things on earth here, it is supposed to obey. If you are pulling things in heavenly realms, if we mention Jesus Christ, all of those grounds must obey to our voice. This is the reason that people, when we are praying, we say in the mighty name of Jesus Christ or in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Number two, he is our perfect example. Jesus is our perfect example. The Bible says that he came and there was no sin in him. He obeyed the Father. He did the will of the Father. He carried the cross and went to the cross. He died for mankind and did whatever he needed to be done. In Matthew 26, verse 36, the Bible says that then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to the disciples, sit here while I go yonder uh, over there and pray. So it was an example that he showed the disciple that in the midst of trouble, that he knew that the trouble was near to his door, that the enemy was coming to carry him away, to go and crucify him. He saw all the challenges that he had to endure, and yet he still went on his knee in prayer. So he showed us a perfect example that no matter what comes our way, we still have to take our prayer. And praying, he prayed to God. And so our prayer will go to God. So Jesus is our perfect example. He taught the model of prayer, point number three. He taught the model of prayer in Luke 11. So we've got to realize that if there is anything we need to learn, we have to realize that we are learning from him because he understands the process of getting to the Father. He said it earlier on that nobody gets to the Father except through him, except through him. Amen. Number four, we have endless resources of abundantly poured onto us or abundant poured blessings. We have that essence if we go in his name because that whatsoever, he used the statement, whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name. According to 23, uh, 16, chapter 16 of, uh, of, of, of Luke, 
the Bible says that according to his name, anything else we ask of the Father. So there is no limit. There's an endless possibility of gaining whatever we need from God, the Father. So if we go before God, having this idea and this ideology in our mind and in our thinking, knowing that my God is not limited because of Jesus Christ. My possibilities are not limited because of Jesus Christ. What I can obtain is not limited because of Jesus Christ. God is able to provide for you the things that your heart desires. And the Bible also says that he is our high priest, according to, according to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. He is our high priest. The Bible says that he has also experienced our infirmity. And so whatever it is that we are dealing with, if our high priest did that, then we will also do that. Amen. And point number six, he intercedes according to the scriptures that he is still interceding on our behalf, according to Hebrews 7, verse 25, that therefore he also is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. So if we are going to God through him, Jesus Christ is already praying for you before you started praying through him. So there is an intercession going for us. And because of this alone, it gives me a sense of assurance, of trust, of confidence to say the Lord, I'm coming to you in, your, in the name of your son, Jesus, who is my Lord and Savior. And I'm trusting you, oh God, to do this situation for me. Turn this matter around for me. Let my life become this way. I want to see this happening to me in the name of Jesus Christ. If this becomes our source of confidence and our hope to know that he is our high priest and he is making intercession for us. And the Bible says that anybody who goes through the Father, through him, he is already praying for you. Then a sense of joy comes into your prayer that whatever it is, there shall be an answer. There will be an answer for you, my dear. No matter what you are experiencing, there will be an answer for you. If only you are going in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Our prayers are made complete through him. Our prayers are made complete through him. That's point number seven. According to Hebrews 13, verse 21. Number eight. We have a sanctified request through the offering of the body of Christ. So, for example, if there is something that you're asking of the Lord and it's not in alignment with his will, because of the body of Christ that was shed on the cross for you and I, our words or our prayers passes through him. And so by the time it gets to the other side, it is already made acceptable in the sight of the Lord so God brings an answer to it according to the son. So your prayer, that is what gives me assurance to encourage people to say that there is no prayer that God will not answer. Hallelujah. It may not be according to his will, but so long as it passes through the son, Jesus Christ, it is, it is automatically refined. That will suit the situation to make the situation better for you as you are believing God for. So it passes through the Son in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then when it gets to the Father, answers are guaranteed. 
Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ becomes our source of hope in prayer. He becomes our source of answer in prayer. He becomes the reasons for our prayer. He becomes the understanding in our prayer. He becomes the joy in our prayer. He becomes everything. If Jesus is taken out of the equations of prayer, then remember the results of your prayer will be limited or might not even get an answer at all because there is no point of reverence of his power, of his hand, of his stamp on your prayer. Hallelujah. So the same, we are having a limitless access to the presence of the Lord when we allow Jesus Christ to become the center focus of our prayer life. This is what the Lord sent me to come and share with you today. Hallelujah. His blood also speaks for us. Hebrews chapter 4. His blood speaks for us in prayer. Our prayer life receives a living hope through Jesus Christ's resurrection. According to 1 Peter 1 verse 3. God gets glory when we pray through the Son. According to 1 Peter 4 verse 11. So people of God, it is important to pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And by so doing, remember that God gets the, the glory because his son has been honored. His, his son has been valued. His son has been appreciated. The work that he did on the cross has been something that has been of a great value. So the father begins to embrace the words that are coming. Hallelujah, which the Bible says in Revelations uh, chapter 5 and chapter 8 that it is messed up with the prayers of the saints, which is the incense, it messed up with the prayers of the saints, and it's, 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 it's brought before the presence of the Lord. So, people of God, your prayer through Jesus Christ becomes a factor of surety that you are surely going to get a resource out of it. Always remember. Never to go before God without Jesus because he is the only way to the Father. And he said it. There is no religious leader in history, in human history, who has ever stood and said that according to him, there is no other medium to access the Most High God except through him. There is no religious leader in the whole universe that we can think of. I have never read any book, listened to any audio, any tape, any video, anything, all the research that we know. None of them can ever approve of the fact that they can say that they were, they are the only source through which they are, can access God. Most times they will say that, oh, God, God can be accessed through other mediums or other ways. There is only one way. That is through Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. If Jesus is not in the equations of your prayer of seeking God, then please remember that your sense of achieving your purpose will be very, very slim. But when Jesus Christ takes over your mind, your heart, your emotions and everything, and you want to get to that place of knowing God, automatically you receive from him every aspect of the results that you are believing him for. God will surely answer. 
because his name is a guarantee. Jesus is a guarantee. Hallelujah. That is why we say, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let this happen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come to this point. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, this month is a month of divine escape for me. Hallelujah. Because we know that we will escape because we are believing God through Jesus Christ, his only begotten. Hallelujah. So this month of September is a month of divine escape for you because our trust and our confidence is in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is interceding on our behalf before we even go before the Father. So these are the understanding when it comes to praying to the Father. A prayer was born because there was an assignment given to man, and all prayer goes to the Father because he is the source of all life and everything. And prayer can be received or can be done effectively because the son obeys the father and he was with the father. And therefore, it is only through him that we can assess the father. And now the next point that we shall be going on, that we have to be in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. So the Holy Spirit will come into the equations of our prayer. And we will see. So uh, when we finish everything, we'll put it all together the, the, the prayer, the birth of prayer, praying to the Father through the Son in the Spirit and then by ourselves against the devil and then we put it together and we'll go into prayer. And you will see how beautiful it is that prayer is so that it will not become like a weight, a burden and a, a weapon, something that you don't even know what to go about and all the time we have to prompt you before you can get to the point of prayer. But if you understand these things, it becomes very easy for you. People of God, this is what the Lord sent me to come and share with you today. Hallelujah. This is not the first time I've shared this. So most of you may be your second or third time of hearing this. I think this is the third time I'm sharing this thing. Because I believe that one of the things that the saints must do is to be able to understand their position in the things of the spirit and also the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is full of principles and, and full of strategies, full of keys. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible said, that I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. And there is the keys of the kingdom. So those two aspects, if you are able to master them as a child of God, the keys of the kingdom and the keys to the kingdom, if you know all these things, so prayer is one of the keys. We'll come to giving, we'll come to commitment, we'll come to other things. If you know all these things, it helps you to be able to become a rounded child of God who understands their position with their father, who is the king eternal, who helps them to be able to access the throne of his grace. Hallelujah. So people of God, we've got to have this at the back of our mind, the key of prayer, which is praying through the son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen.